This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always scum. Rebel scum. James, fantastic news. Star Wars is safe. Oh, what? Yes. David Filoni is now executive of everything. <laughs> he's the executive of Disney. <laughs> um, he's the prime minister of Europe. Not a country. Not a, the, the little known fact, Dave Filoni's father um, knew, watched a Disney movie. So Dave Filoni is actually Disney. He is Roy Disney. His Filoni's real name is Roy Disney. <laughs> Roy. So you obviously you saw that uh, that explosion that occurred last week, earlier this week, whenever it was. I mean, I read the article about it. I don't know. It was a Twitter explosion because you know I don't do Twitter. Well, was it the article that I sent you? The article I sent you was more about the the New Republic show. Oh yes, but they discussed this in that article because God forbid anyone in Star Wars leaves well enough alone. So yeah, Twitter went. I mean, everyone kind of went crazy with Filoni being promoted. It turned out he has had this role for a year, and he joins, <laughs> and he's joining uh, John Noel and Doug Chang, who are the other two that have this role at Lucasfilm. So you know, I don't know exactly what it means, but um, I mean, you know, it's good keep him in the family. He obviously knows what he's doing when it comes to Star Wars. I've been watching the Bad Batch show, and uh, yeah. and, and you know, I, I continually say if this was live action, it would be uh, the talk of the town. It would, I think, yeah. it would be. I, I honestly, I genuinely think if it, you know, and not to put anything against animation, but it's not as much of a crowd's going to go see it. And I don't know what we've been getting. I've been like, oh, this is uh, this is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you watch. The fourth episode, I I I did. I once again fell asleep during a portion of it because I my here's the problem is is it's been like I said last week it's been very nice out. So yeah. during the day I'm like well I'm not gonna watch it because it's so nice out. Mm. And then in the afternoon I'm like well I'm, I mean all day, I'm like I, in the morning I wake up and I go for a walk with my dog and then I come back and you know on Fridays I'm working whatever but. But when it's hot out, I'm like, I want to go outside and enjoy the sun. And then when I come in at night, I realize, oh, there's a problem here. I've been on the sun all day. Now I'm exhausted. Yeah. So I try to watch it, you know, as the weekend goes, like, winds down. And I have, like, a half hour at night on, like, a Sunday. But then by then, I'm just completely wiped out. This last one was pretty cool, though. I thought it was fun. Yeah. It was, um... It was me. I might say it might be my least favorite of it, which is weird. I think it was just like, well, this is the episode where we bring in um, Fennec Shand. So, like, let's focus on that. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. I'm just trying to think. I, I know it. I think I enjoyed the whole um, Echo and the droids <laughs> subplot. <laughs> like, yeah, I saw a lot of people did. Um, but like that being said, like it's a good episode, but like nothing overly wowed me, but it is kind of a setup. Like, yeah, obviously Fennec Shan's coming back and obviously there's a lot more to it than, I mean, she talks to someone's like, I didn't get them, but I'm on the way. Right. So do we think she's talking to someone Someone uh, on the uh, what is it when they're criminals? Um, like I don't know the seedy underbelly of the the galaxy, or is she contacting someone with the Empire? My first thought was immediately Boba Fett for whatever reason. <laughs> That's where I immediately went, but I don't know if that would make make sense or whatnot. However, if if it is Boba Fett. 
and he's looking for the Bad Batch. That kind of that's very intriguing, right? Yeah. Because they're altered clones, and he's the original altered clone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and he has, you know, he's he grows normal. He's unaltered, I guess. They're altered. He's unaltered. Is that whatever? But like, so that that's kind of intriguing. I don't know. What did you What did you think of that when when it all played out? Sorry, what what did I think of what? when she called? Who do you think she was talking to? Oh, um, hmm. I can't remember how many episodes there is. Is there ten episodes in this season? I have zero idea. I'm just uh, I'm just on this train until it, until it stops. Because I only ask because it's like, um, is it worth introducing another villain? Like, wouldn't like Moff Tarkin and this new uh, yeah. Admiral? What's Loki? his face? Loki. <laughs> That's Loki, right? The guy that plays Loki. He does his voice. Oh, I didn't even know that. I haven't looked it up. I'm co- it's got to be him, though, right? It sounds too much like him. He's like, oh, I'm Thor. Yes, Thor. Um, so, like, I feel like they're enough, and I think the rest of the story should focus around who Omega is. Mm-hmm. But it's hard. I think it did. You know what it is? It hinges on, like, exactly where this Omega story is going, because I feel like that is definitely what's happening also like setting up how the empire can... um how do you feel that. about omega i'm not sure i'm i'm interested and like there wasn't a lot of development in my opinion in this episode maybe mm. i need to rewatch it it was good i like obviously this interaction between um omega and hunter is always cool and then like She's been locked on Camino for her entire life, so everything is new. She's very naive to like everything around her. So, um, but to go back to your original question, I'm thinking it's gonna go like it's somebody like you know like a Job of the Hut or something. I don't think it is Job of the Hut. It'd be, <laughs> I've, I've been saying for the last couple of weeks, put Jabba in something. Yeah, put him in something. <laughs> but the the um, question is, why is she after them? Right, aside from unless like the Empire is the one that hired her to get them back. Yeah, but, why would like, they, but why would the Empire have to hire her? To, although they hire bounty hunters to get Han. So maybe this is beneath that. I don't know. Yeah, like... Oh, no. It isn't Tom Hiddleston. It's not? In, uh, no. Wow, but it sounds yeah, just I, I like him. I'm calling him Loki. Who is um, it? Uh, I don't know. I so don't he's know. doing a Tom Hiddleston <laughs> voice. <laughs> um, God, what did you just ask? Um... The thing, the funny thing about this episode was like after Fennec Shand's like clearly going after Omega. If I miss, like that was the point of this episode. Up until that point, I thought they were being hunted all because they're just like we have to get these clones that are like severe liabilities if they're allowed to their own devices. Because it's like I, I feel like the Empire is scared of the Bad Batch because they don't know how to control them. So yeah, that's absolutely. what the Empire is all about. So. It definitely so that makes me lean towards it's there's something going on with Omega so it might be more than just the Empire on the search for it like uh, so especially like wouldn't they just send Crosshair with one of his squadrons or something to go hunt them down like I feel like that's that's the the obvious move because then crosshair will interact with the bad batch and hopefully flip sides at that point so um yeah like uh i i am very interested where this character can go uh of omega so like yeah i'm excited yeah i i can't wait i hope do you think like have they announced is this a one-off season are there gonna be more seasons of this i I just I feel like this might be a good standalone season. I think so. Um, I wouldn't say no to more, but no, it's hard to say, right? Like it's I can't think of a comparison of like yes, this was a series that was one season and is good. Mm-hmm. That was enough. That's an, like, but this is like, is it is that? Do we need another season of Bad Batch, or am I being greedy? Where it was like, we just need more. I, I think you're being greedy, but I mean, we also wow. don't know how it's going to end, though, wow. right? <laughs> I'm wow. with you on it, but we don't know how it's going to end. 
So, yeah. I mean, you know, it, so right now I would say you're being greedy. I mean, you, but, but in a good, like, Star Wars fan way where you want more Star Wars. That's why. I, I think, you know, if they gave us more, I think we'd all want more. I'm just, it, it just, the, the thing with Star Wars now that is making me curious is what are like because before it was like the original trilogy prequel trilogy sequel trilogy a couple spin-offs um and then they're like oh mandalorian and then mandalorian and then clone wars obviously and and uh and rebels but clone wars and rebels lived within the the star wars that we knew but now it's like you keep you're gonna keep dropping star wars on us what is the purpose of the story you're giving us within the larger Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. I think that's what where Omega comes into and that's what we have to learn. Cuz cuz really like if they're going to do this and this feels very much connected to all the Star Wars we've gotten. Well, especially Disney Plus Star Wars, but this feels very connected, you know, Clone Wars, Mandalorian, this they're all very connected. But then you drop Obi Wan Kenobi, and is that connected? Like, will that feel connected? Sure. Are you going to drop the acolyte? Will that feel connected? And and do they need to feel connected? And that's where I'm at right now because I, I if if everything is one giant universal story, then they have to feel connected. But the way they're being built, with the exception of of Deborah Chow coming from 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 Mandalorian. It seems very, very on on the on a surface level because we don't know the ins and outs. But it seems very disconnected right now, which was a problem they ran into with their books and comics and stuff when versus the the movies when you know a few years ago. So that's my one thing: is where is it all going to fit in? Are are they all part of the same game plan, or are they going to be like how the High Republic is right now, where it's like where it's it's separate enough? Right where it's like you don't have to worry about much. This is a separate thing all on its own. I think uh, it would be awesome, like that they connect these shows in some way. Like maybe in Book of Boba Fett, we come across one of the surviving Bad Batch. Not that this series is going to end with them all dead, but like there's mention of it, or or Omega as an adult. Mm-hmm. later on i don't know like i think that would be good and it doesn't have to be like i would almost say it's like they're going off the success of mandalorian 2 with all those connections but like i feel like it's there's no way that like the second the people liked what happened with like bo and uh so- ahsoka in mandalorian that they're like make an animation like no you can't not- animation takes way too long yeah. to make right um, but they were talking because obviously season one had Fennec Shan and they threw her in Bad Batch. Yeah. Right? And the, and the thing is, you're not going to, you know, they, they won't have permission to put her in Bad Batch without mm-hmm. knowing where that, you know, more about her character. So if it is talking to Boba Fett, that would be something that they would have more information on than we would have gotten at the time. Right. Like yeah. we saw those the Boba Fett boots. And the, so, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm referring more to like what will come next, but like that's the thing. Like I feel feel like Filoni and crew, Filoni, Favreau, anybody that's working with Star Wars right now, they enjoy, especially anyone that works with Filoni. It's like they like collect connecting these things. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can't be just on a whim. You're like you like like I feel like they're setting something up for a later project. Like it might change how it actually ends up on our screens, but like. So yeah, I I don't know. I just yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's weird. I think we've said this before. It's like it doesn't feel like we're in a new era of Star Wars. We are, but you know what I mean? Because of COVID slowing everything down, it's like it feels like we're still waiting for this wave. You know what I mean? Like yeah, even though it's pretty wild seeing what is coming next and you know the end of the mandalorian is like the book of boba fett we're like what you know that's the greatest tease Uh, the greatest hidden secret tease yeah of all yeah so good um but like you know in the same news like uh rangers of the new republic it might be put on hold or it's being put on hold for right now it's like just because they announced it and made a logo, it's like, doesn't mean we'll get it. So it's like, we got to keep that in consideration that like, this is still a business. 
stuff goes away and comes back, right? That's where I'm still kind of annoyed is uh, the announcing and then like I, I like I understand for shareholders. I know that was shareholder meeting, but I I just until it's being shot, I've stopped caring. Like I don't want to hear anything anymore. I just I don't. I'm not. I can't get excited over Star Wars projects or even DC projects. Yeah. Because like we, I showed you the the Miss Marvel thing was like done shooting. I'm like, what the hell? Didn't they like? <laughs> it's like when did they start? But it's like, but that is Marvel's well oiled machine. They're like, this is what we're doing. Go. This is what we're yeah. like. The only one that seems to get keep getting pushed back that was kind of oddly maybe announced was like Blade, where Blade they've pushed back. I mean, the COVID didn't help, but it, it's been pushed back I think to like next year, and they still don't have a director ending it. So it feels that one's the only one that feels maybe like. But it's gonna happen. Like I think it is gonna happen. You know, I I have a hundred percent faith in that because it's Marvel. And like they're like we're gonna do this, and then they do it, and you're like, what the hell? Just like WandaVision was like, oh, they're like we did it. Like what? When? How did you? What? So whereas Star Wars like we're gonna do this, 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 and this, and right now we have scripts for Obi Wan, but they're also being rewritten. And you're like, okay. So do you have anything tangible right now? <laughs> the most rewritten series in, the, in a long yeah. time. It, uh, I know there's tons of drafts, though. It's just like that's getting to a point where it's just like, was that something they announced recently that rewritten, or are you talking about the original? No, it was like they announced. So then they did the announcement with you and McGregor, and they're like, and we have scripts. And then a few months later, they're like, nah, we threw out those scripts. Oh, okay. Yeah, but apparently. Here's something. Here's something though that I, I wouldn't mind talking to you about is they said the rumor was that the scripts were like him and maybe like a baby Luke or a young Luke, and they said it was too similar to the Mandalorian. But now you look at Bad Batch, and this is also similar to the Mandalorian, which it's Omega, right? It's like, is there a problem here where Star Wars only knows how to have people walk around with young kids? I think it's like the everyone wants to have that family connection, right? So it's like. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter that she's young. It's like it's it's no different from like Luke and Vader and um, you know Han and Beckett for that matter. It's like the connection of that role model in your life and how that affects it. So it's like we're always looking or we're looking for a group of people to connect with, right? So, uh, but yeah, like it. Hmm. Uh, yeah, whatever. Like it's just like. Just make these movies, just in these series. Just, just, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. But, do uh, it. Yeah, like I think it was uh, could losing uh, what's her face, Gina Carano, completely unhinge this Rangers of the New Republic show. Like, it's not like you made any points to what is going to happen in this series to my knowledge is like it's just all we knew is like it's called rangers of the new republic and it connects to mandalorian in some way and we all assumed it was i mean it was said that gina carano was supposed to be in this series and we all assumed it had something to do with how she joins the resistance or or i guess the new republic (laughs) which will become the resistance but you know what i mean so it's like like you still can make that show. Like <laughs> you can drop in a young Oscar Isaac. <laughs> that's what. Leia. That's why I sent that article because okay, they 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 got rid of Carano, and they're like, and they didn't say. And then so what happened was there was apparently during that announcement it was supposed to be Rangers of the New Republic, and they're going to attach her to it. But controversy had just led up just before that so they didn't she wasn't like let go officially or she might have been whatever no she wasn't even let go she was just um her contract's not renewed right yeah yeah which is different so i guess what happened was they were like okay we'll just announce this is a show and they said okay and what what i can't figure out is okay you did little tiny like little nuggets in the mandalorian to set it up i mean they're a little bit bigger than small but it's right in there and, but it wasn't like she's like, hold on, let me go join the Rangers of the New Republic and I'll meet you guys on Sector 4, Pus X7 with the other Ranger. Like, it was not like she ever did that. Like, she, it, like that could have been even a gateway to understand that there was this thing called the Ra- like Rangers of the New Republic and then she doesn't need to be even a part of it. Yeah. So I don't, um, 
I don't understand, like, because I, I, I honestly believe that Favreau and Filoni had an idea for this show. Clearly, it was based all around Cara Dune. Why he couldn't turn Cara Dune into anything else is beyond me. Aside from the fact that perhaps not everybody was happy with the way that situation was handled behind the scenes. And because that's not the way they want to do it, maybe they're just like, well, we just won't do the show anymore. That's speculating, obviously, but you never know. That could be it, right? Like, well, we didn't want this. We didn't like this outcome or the way you handled this and that. And it, this could be about anything, though. And and so they decided just to, to I guess, back burner for now. And maybe season three will be like, how about you? You want to be a ranger? And there's a random guy like, yeah! And then that person <laughs> becomes the new head of the ranger of the New Republic, but I don't know that that one seems so strange to me. The yeah. whole the whole we haven't talked about it. We want it, but the whole Corano thing was just everything was strange. Like yeah, the, like it it like I don't know. It's I have no. I'm not. I don't even. I don't know my opinions or whatever. But it's just like I just it was. I think everybody handled that bizarre. <laughs> everybody. Yeah, on every it, like in every branch of anything to do with it was just like what the, i don't know if you have a fire you put the flames out early yeah like like you said earlier today or earlier in the episode that like you know feloni has this new position but he's apparently had it for a year and like that was like big news this week it's like it, people need to realize that like Disney and Lucasfilm are very, very capable of keeping things under wraps. Uh-huh. And it, like, I feel like the whole Cara Dune, or sorry, <laughs> Gina Carano getting fired thing was it happened ahead of all yeah. this craziness of how she acts on social media. And they were kind of forced to make a comment because that's what I think too. Up in arms about it. And they're like, look, this is not the case. It's it's no different from Emily Blunt two weeks ago saying, like, I haven't talked to a single person at Marvel. This is all internet. And it's very easy that, like, that could be a, a lie as well. Or not even a lie. Like, they're, how, they're throwing us off the scent, right? Like, I'm I don't so, know. That anger, first of all, everyone asks her this question. Yeah. It's like she's out there promoting another movie entirely. Yep. And all I want to talk about is some Fantastic Four fan, which at the time is only fan casting. And yeah. like, I don't blame her for getting upset. I would too. It's like, hey, I'm here to talk about this thing that was that's been shelved for a year because of pandemic that was trying to take over the my, world. That my husband wrote and directed. Yeah, it's like, come on, I've had enough of this. I, I don't blame her. I mean, you know, she whatever. It it is what it is. Who cares? Um, I I, I just. Yeah, like you said, Disney can keep things under wraps. I think the Corano thing happened well before they announced. I think their their hands were forced to say something because Twitter, the Twitter mob, got up in arms about everything. Which they, the only thing Twitter's good at is getting up in arms about anything. And, uh, and they were like, "Look, God, leave us alone." It was basically, I think, if you read it, it's basically like, a "Leave us alone. We don't. We we're not working with her." That's really what it was like. Leave us alone. We figured it out, but we're not. We're not uh, a bunch of spoiled brats who have to go screaming at the top of our lungs on social media behind an egg emoji face thing <laughs> avatar. Like God, they're, they're, I, and you know the, the thing I love about the, the Dave Filoni thing that was driving me nuts is I was like, Dave Filoni was promoted. First of all, screw you. You don't even know what that promotion means. Secondly, yeah. and, and, and like secondly, it happened a year ago, and you just found out because you don't know what that promotion means because you don't work for Lucasfilm. And stop pretending. It drives me nuts about Star Star Wars more than anything else. And I think Marvel evades it because of Feige. Because people just view Feige as like God, right? So, but like, but it's like everyone, and like, you know, we've seen this with Trevorrow and then Lord and Miller getting canned. We've seen this before, but it's like everyone seems to, like on Twitter especially, seems to know the ins and outs of how a production studio works you know they like they know they're like well lucas valentine you don't know jack like the people don't know anything they see a they see a sketch that was drawn in like 1981 for episode (laughs) seven they're like we were robbed you weren't robbed george lucas hired mccoy to draw like chill out like you don't know how it works 
No, I don't know how it works. You don't know. How, we haven't been in a room at Lucasfilm in a meeting yeah. to ever know how it's going to work. So shut up and enjoy the ride because yeah. that's all we're here for. They make something for us to go in, shove popcorn down our throats, have yeah. a, maybe a good laugh, be on the edge of our seat, and then at the end of it be like, that's pretty good. That's it. Yeah. That's it. We don't need to know who was promoted to this or that or blah, blah, blah. We don't yeah. need to know. And that's starting. It's, and then that is – and I've said this before, but it's that behind the scenes is fun. It's nice to have, but there's a, there's a fine line I'm finding on behind the scenes. And if you start to cross that line, you got Henry Cavill's mustache and you start getting taken out of the damn movie because all you see are the imperfections that you were pointed to beforehand. And uh, it's not cool. And everyone on Twitter needs to shut up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh... That's how I feel. I speak for me alone. My yeah, views yeah. don't re- represent Rebel Scum podcasts in any way. That's what I would write on my Twitter. <laughs> These are my own. Not, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like it's all good news. I mean, it's also like Filoni deserves it. It's like a reward. It's like good work. You should be in charge of like absolutely. <laughs> Look, I like. You can argue anything about, but when he, you know, he does Clone Wars, Mandalorian, Rebels, three for three, three, four, and I'm talking season seven clone, which is still three for three, three for three, and he connects everything. You're forgetting Resistance. I don't think he was uh, involved in it, but whatever. Get three for four. <laughs> I haven't I seen mean, Resistance. I'm not saying Resistance is bad. It's just like he did. That's like considered one of his. But yeah, like okay. I haven't seen yeah. it, so I can't comment on it. Yeah, it's it's a show. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, he look. He has this knack for connecting things and whatever. And yeah, exactly. And, um, he he, sorry, I'm not even gonna say it, but he understands. I think what Star Wars is. More yeah. than anyone else that has handled his Star Wars, oh, yeah. Yeah. and I don't think that's even—I I don't think you could debate that or argue that. I think that's just a fact. And the thing is, he worked beside George Lucas for however many years, so you know you would think that would rub off on him. You know, he and he seemed to be a listener and a good padawan to him, and respected what he was saying. And, and you know, and and I think if you talk to anybody else who made a Star Wars, I think you know, like a Gareth Edwards who made. Most people love Rogue One, but you talk to him, he would probably be like, "I don't know." But compared to George Lucas, what does he know? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and Filoni, I think visited. Didn't he visit that set? He visited Rogue One. I think he was. He was probably like, "You can't have that droid there." And then George <laughs> Lucas was like, "No, Filoni, you can't actually have that yet." There, they're all like one up in themselves on Star Wars knowledge. And then Anthony Daniels is like, "My word." <laughs> Yeah, it's it's you know, and you think about it too. It's like we followed Filoni as close as we can, but really, like, ever since the gallery came out and like that episode that just points yeah. out like Dave knows this and he's this and he's da- said this to George and da 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 da, and then he, he sits down and spins his tail. It's just like, in a sense, even though we knew about him prior to that, it's like we we go along with that. We're like, yes. So like, <laughs> Lucasfilm is dictating. He's like, no, this guy knows what he's talking about. He's saying, yeah, Dave Filoni knows what he's talking about. And when he's there, it is a good thing. So it's like, once again, like Lucasfilm is ahead of the game by like, they didn't have to put it at that. Or Favreau didn't have like, he was I think, full control of that documentary. He's like, he didn't have to make that, make him look good, but perhaps he was told to, or perhaps he wanted to. It's like, that that alone tells people like you should believe this it's like it, it, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean anything Filoni's a writer he can spin anything and he's thought about star wars for what his entire lifetime so it's like yeah like there's a lot of people that like know how to talk and convince you on a lot of things so it's just like i don't know it's it's all good i was there chatter that like oh Filoni's in charge. He can t- he can take over Kathleen Kennedy's job. Yeah, I think that was, was the big thing on Twitter. Was that was what was what was coming, and you know we've had we've had many fun conversations about that, yeah. but it's ridiculous. And I, yeah, 
just I think it's a I think the title might even be more out of respect and and probably money, but he yeah. know he knows and look it's him John Nall and Doug Chang who have been there forever, who like you know th- like they are, the like John Nall's been in the special effects side, and he wrote the story for Rogue One. He pitched Rogue One, uh, before and like. And Doug Chang, every every alien you like was designed by him. The ones you don't like were not. Fact. <laughs> like you know, it's like I, I remember watching those prequel documentaries. He was like, you're like zoned, like zoned right in on it. Like, what's he? Oh my god, you know. And I have Filoni's in that group. I think that's a great trio to have. And I would go to the. I'm not going to celebration, but if I were, I would go to that panel with the three of them. I don't think they have a panel, uh, but that's the one I would want to go to. <laughs> it just points out like yeah because like these guys have been working on star wars for years it's like someone at the top of the ladder be it kathleen kennedy or bob jack chapek or the ghost of mickey mouse <laughs> is making these calls like give these people pay whatever these people need just to keep them in our company like, and i, I really like, them- yeah no and i do believe that some of the stumbles that they had it in the early stages um they learned from that and that's what they're benefiting from now i i do i think they tried and i'm not talking about last jedi saw trial or trying to rise those skywalkers i'm not talking about that i'm talking about you know they were like forget the prequels like they were hard on forgetting the prequels when disney when disney like they could clone wars is done like right away clone wars was done and rebels was had like the original trilogy they wanted nothing to do with with the prequels at all and these guys are prequel guys, right? Yeah. Like they, and 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 I mean, it's been ten years since Disney purchased Lucasfilm. Not quite, but almost there. Like it's been ten years. So in those in that amount of time, I think they also time has passed. When time passes, things happen, and and I that I really believe that Filoni might not have been as well received when they were first purchased because of his connection to the prequels and then he but they still kept him on board because he's a valuable asset and then rebels happens and like you know but rebels i think rebels had okay ratings it wasn't great and then and then you know he did resistance but for whatever reason favreau's connection with him through the clone wars brought him onto that and now they're like oh and there's probably been a hundred thousand behind the door meetings where everyone's eyes and ears perk up when Filoni starts speaking. And as time goes, you realize that, he, you know, he he was selected by Lucas for a reason. And 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 that's it. And look, I mean, everybody, there's so many talented people out there. He's not the only one. I'm not saying that either. But I'm saying, you know, like we said, when people, Marvel doesn't get it because they have Feige. And maybe yeah. they maybe Star Wars will never have that because it's a completely different beast. Yeah. But maybe on this Disney Plus side of things, he's acting manager of that for the time being. Yeah, I can't see why not. So Disney's always been a company that diversifies their assets, right? Like I thought that sounds. I don't even know what I'm saying. Like that sounds. <laughs> So like they're like we're, we'll try anything, <laughs> we'll buy anything in a sense. So it's like there's sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. So it's exciting, and I I think Dave Filoni's awesome. Like I hope one day to like meet him because I'm just like you're great. <laughs> I hope he gives me a cowboy hat. <laughs> All right, one goes to the odds. Let's do it. Sir, the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. Never tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds brought to you and James and I and everyone in between by Patreon, our wonderful Patreon patrons. I never know what to say, Patreon patrons. If you like what we do, head on down to patreon.com slash Podcast and support us. We greatly appreciate it. Um, in these dire times of uh, the Empire on the rise and clones being hunted and baby Yodas, Grogu's <laughs> going off with Luke Skywalker, where are you going to find refuge? And you can find refuge here, the Rope Scum Podcast. 
support us and we will add you to the list of the fine, fine folk that we are about to shout out because they are wonderful and make our day every single day. And they are Heidi Fetter, executive producer, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Stanafor, Sooner Thrawn, Scott D, Josh Price, Matt W, Rez, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, D, Raven, Spencer, Cosmic Girl 02, Gleek Play 1, Disney Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Aaron Quinton, Deniners, and the girls with sabers. What up? Yeah, so thank you very much to all of our patrons. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah. And there is a um, Goodwill's Hunting coming uh, this weekend for all of you Patreon that Andrew did. It's about, I can't remember what he did it on, but it's going to be, oh, Inquisitors. It's on Inquisitors. Ooh. Yeah, so... There you go. All right, here we go. Never tell me the eyes. Never tell me the eyes. The eye hut will appear on the book of Boba Fett. Uh, I'm gonna go 100. percent Yeah. So slam I mean, dunk. Slam it, it dunk. It doesn't have to be Java. Well, he's dead. Like, so. Yeah, that too. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it's like why? Why not? If he works so closely for Java, it's so easy to be like, well. I have a connection. I'll go talk to another hut that's like, you know, Jeffrey Hutt, you know. I hope Jeff- Jeffrey Hutt is voiced by Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> I like Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go 57%. I don't know if they figured out how to do huts in a satisfying way for them. That's why. I don't think they want to do full CG, and I'm not sure they want to do Puppet for Hut. Mm. Uh, my next odd, the odds that Django Fett will appear in hologram or flashback in the Book of Boba Fett. We were going to talk a lot about Book of Boba Fett, and we didn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to go 100% again. Uh, these are some pretty good odds. Uh, just because like, they... They go out of their way in Mandalorian to be like, see, Django Fett. And it's actually mm-hmm. all it said. In the, and that was just a word. So it's that was like, my favorite part I, of ever, ever, everything on the Mandalorian ever. Yeah. Yeah. So 100%. Imagine if Django Fett comes back and they've stitched his head on like something else's body and he's alive. <laughs> like, even if it's like, does it count if he, if, Boba still has his helmet somehow. No, it can't be a helmet. There has to be move like. You I still think it. there's gonna be a hologram or flashback or something. I'm like hoping for the helmet. Hundred percent. I love Jango oh Fett. God. Is Jango Fett's my favorite of all of the Fets. He's not a clone, so he's not in my top five. But mm-hmm. um, and our, did I give a nod? I'm gonna go sixty-nine percent. Nice. I I like that one. So that's where I'm going with that one. And uh, let's see. Our final lot of the odds that Omega is evil but not aware of it. Is Omega evil? Is she Cruella Duville? (laughs) I was almost going to go full 300% on uh, all three here. Uh, Hondo percent. Uh, But no, I think if. If the, if Bad Batch is limited season, uh, series and like it would be weird to make Omega evil. I mean, you can do whatever you want. But what if she doesn't know she's evil until the very end, and then they have to kill her to stop her from being evil? Like, imagine that, it gets super dark. Yeah, maybe. But that feels like too much. Like the sequel movies where it's like, or at least Rise of Skywalker, where they're like Ray is a Palpatine, so she's evil. Like, like I don't. It's not fully but like that her whole scenario of like what if i turn to the dark side i wish uh, she turned bad in the jedi but like <laughs> i wish ray turned evil in last jedi sure like, like you know, and i'm not saying I, and i'm not saying like i hate the last jedi because of that i'm saying just selfishly like you were earlier yeah. i also wish anakin was vader halfway through attack of the clones so this is like a recurring theme with me where i'm just like just make them bad yeah um, and then Kylo should have been good in the fourth sequel movie. What? Anyway. I think Omega, there's something about her that's very important. Uh, 
So maybe, I mean, her being a clone, perhaps she has a chip in her that does something different. I don't know. So that's how she could be mm-hmm. evil or she can mm-hmm. be like, she's a weapon of some sort. Mm. Um, maybe that's the same thing. So I don't know. I'm going to go 75%. Her, wow. her, who she is, is so un- like mm-hmm. unclear. Mm-hmm. Like, do they ever actually refer to her as a clone? They must, right? Well, they say that she, that there were five on alt, five altered, and she was the fifth because Echo's not. Right. So. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, I think she's a clone. People are saying, like, whether or not she's a clone of Django, I don't know. I mean, who knows? Like, they could have made her a clone of Django. Maybe they're trying to make females for some reason. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I'm going to go full Brock on it, though. I have to go full Brock because I, I kind of like the idea that she – and not like Ray, like you were saying. Like, I don't want that scenario because uh, that's luke ray or the same but like like she's genuinely like she's something like she's gonna be bad and they have to they're like well what do we do about that and there's nothing you you know yeah. i, I kind of like like that would add so much tension especially when you see their then the relationship and the dynamic of them right with her and hunter especially like the closer yeah. they get you're like oh what's well, gonna happen here so uh that's where i am on that one full Brock, let us know what your odds are in the comments down below. Do you want to go to the news? Let's do it. Here we go. <clears throat> Hollow news. Da, 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 da. Hollow news. Da, 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 da. I just walked really close to the mic, so I almost got really loud singing it. Da, 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 people that don't like rise of skywalker they made a few changes to rise of skywalker on disney plus uh nothing huge but like maybe worth the look uh i want to check it out uh when i saw this story i was like oh crazy uh the first change is apparently twitter user palpy yt shared a screenshot that showed how star wars the rise of skywalker now has less of a blue hue compared to the original version of the film the changes made everything the changes made everything in the film, which definitely had blue tint to it during the first run of the movie, look a lot, little more normal. And the second change, the one that I was like, oh, wow. Uh, a Twitter user Jay Bondis pointed out that Disney Plus added captions for all the Jedi who speak to Rey during the final battle with Palpatine. We see names such as Anakin, Luminar, uh, Ayla, and Ahsoka pop up, replacing the previous names that had been there, including female Jedi 2 female jedi 3 so i i think i misunderstood this because like that's one thing we discovered early on when it came on to disney plus because i love putting the captions on those names were there for a long long time so i don't know if this story is uh super current or new i don't know but uh check it out it's always this is the beauty of star wars <laughs> when they tweak a little thing here it's like oh let's go check it out and see if we like it uh, out of the Shadows by Justine Ireland is coming. Justina Ireland is coming out soon. Uh, it will pick up the story of Jedi Knight Vernestra Rowe, and fr- the character we met in Tessa Courage. She and Imri and uh, I forget the name, but it's Sana Staros's like mother, or aunt, or whatever. Those characters will return. Uh, they go on a new assignment on the frontier. And during this, uh, the uh, uh, where is it? Renestra will have a vision during a hyperspace jump. And as we know from the original books, the hyper the theme of hyperspace is a big, big deal in this. So if you want to read an excerpt that has just been dropped exclusively for Nerdist, head over to Nerdist.com. Otherwise, if you just want to wait and be excited, you can. You can pre-order now High, uh, Star Wars The High Republic Out of the Shadows, which will come out July 27, 2021. Uh, check it out, because even though it's a YA novel, these characters are very, very interesting, and they do work with the main story. And this week is a big, big deal, because uh, in 1977, Star Wars, just Star Wars, premiered in theaters. March 25th in 1977 uh, in just 32 32 theaters breaking box office records in 12 days it sold out every theater played in and generated 5.2 million dollars in revenue so 
why don't you go watch A New Hope? It wasn't even called A New Hope at the time, but it, this week is the anniversary of it. And this has been your Hollow News. Yeah, the news. Woo! Can you tell it's a slow news week? <laughs> well, I'm Blues have been slightly reduced on the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I thought I, I guess I misread that because it's like, oh, they changed it to just Jedi. Like that's not news in a sense because that, like, we talked about that on the on, yeah. like on the right. That's one thing I loved about. It. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. Who knows? Yeah, well, Dave Filoni just got promoted, and Kathleen Kennedy was fired. <laughs> Go to the board. That time of the show, Kathleen Kennedy has been let go. And Brie Larson has just signed on to play Omega as an infant. (laughs) Top five. Top five. What's today's top five? Top five clones. Nice. Oh, I don't have Ray on my list. I guess she's a clone. Oh! Is Ray on your list? That was a joke I was gonna make too when I read this. I was like, "Oh, I should make a Ray joke." Uh, my number five is fives. I had to look whether or not he's genuinely five. <laughs> fives had to be five. Um, so I did it. Five is five. Five is five. Fives is five. Five is fives. Um, one thing I struggled with is like, should we put Omega on this list? She's very interesting so far, but like. Uh, I, it was too much of a dark horse, uh, yeah. so I did not include her on this. Um, oh gosh, what was my number five? I'm gonna go Boba Fett because he is technically a clone, and yeah, put him on the list. That's it. <laughs> my number four is Hunter. Just, I mean, uh, look. He's got a skull on his face. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's all I got. I got nothing. I couldn't remember sniper rifle's name, so I didn't put it. I put Hunter. Crosshair. Crosshair. Crosshair should be my number four, but I couldn't remember his name. So <laughs> um, Fake fan. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put Gregor because he was nice. comic uh, relief in. The Rebels show for the few episodes he showed up, and then of course he is in Clone Wars as well. But yeah, it's uh, it's just nice to see a little bit change. Like there's so many like clones that were like, oh, they're heroes. So it's like you kind of it's nice to have a goofy clone character. Absolutely. Uh, my number three, he's a commander, and he's Cody. <laughs> my number three is Commander Cody too. <laughs> I almost put a story in. Uh, Hollow News that like at one point Cody was going to come back in Rebels and be like a villain. Yeah, I read that one. Too. But it wasn't really a current story. <laughs> I've heard he might be the villain in Obi Wan, which I'm all for. I'm all yeah, yeah. for. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be great. So uh, my number one and number two, I'm going crisscrossing on, crisscrossing on. So I'm gonna flip it from what I have written, but don't hate me. Captain Rex is number two. Yeah, mine is also Captain Rex. Uh, Who is your number one? Oh, it's five. So oh, oh, I forgot to put fives oh. in this. I, my, oh, he was on my list. I think I switched him up for Gregor. My my number one is is Boba Fett. Um, my number one is Crusher. Like, right, I, just, okay. I can't get enough. Like, if anything happens from this, you just keep like bringing him back. Like, uh, I guess he's like he's more comedic effect than Gregor is technically. Yeah, maybe. So. Yeah, yeah. But uh, shout out to Fives as well. Excellent. That whole storyline. How is your number five not Fives? It's just you're not a fan. No. You're not even a fan of top five lists because of that. Like, you're you know what it was? It's like I wouldn't put Boba Fett on this, but I was like, I got to put him on there. Like, well, like after The Mandalorian, I had to. Yeah. Before The Mandalorian, there's not a chance. Yeah. In, in, that in is that. actually true. I didn't even think about that. I'm still stuck in the pre-Mandalorian season yeah. two. I I since like before that I like I like I was a bigger Jango Fett fan I still am, but the Mandalorian yeah. made me go well I like him more and now with the Book of Boba Fett that ending the ending alone is where I'm like well, I'm all in on Boba Fett, yeah, that's where. Let us know what your top five are in the comments down below. What if the Book of Boba Fett 
it's just part of it is he's just looking for remnants of of for some reason he wants like remnants of the clones and he finds an old clone (laughs) imagine that imagine that that is how that is how you get like all these clones oh my gosh because you can like then like they're all aged at the same point as he so like you could have a crusher or you could have um i don't know like who else would you bring back you could have a hypothetical bad batch character in that show because tomorrow morrison could play them at his current age mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah maybe i'm throwing that out there i'm down for that but i mean all the by the time we get to the mandalorian though, all the clones should be dead i guess yeah i don't know I, yeah, I don't the know. aging accelerating kind of ruined everything Damn it, George Lucas. I wish you understood Star Wars. Right? Huh? That's right. The clones age faster. Boba ages at a regular. Yeah, that was the one. That was a stipulation that Django made was that he wanted an unaltered clone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but even then, Boba Fett's like, what, 10? So that means he's been cloning for 10 years. Jeez. Yeah. So those clones are 10. So they're like in their 20s when they're 10, like 30s when they're 10. Yeah, so by the time they're 30, they're 50, 60. Yeah, so that sucks. But that <laughs> would still line up, though. Then they could still be in... They could still just be older. You could do it. Do it, yeah. Disney. KK, you might get fired if you don't. She was just fired. <laughs> Put it on the board! <laughs> I hope somebody, like joins us one time when we say that and they're like what did you hear that she was just fired she's uh, fired they haven't that's like they have so a little sticker at the bottom cnn yeah, yeah. <laughs> breaking yeah. news kevin kennedy fired, fired herself <laughs> and, and at the same time simultaneously hired brie larson <laughs> God. all right what a fantastic show 218 what 218 yeah, I can't get over how many we've done. It's insane. Um, anyway, I'm going to go make bread. Nice. Not, not really. <laughs> uh, but we should wrap this up. Anything else you want to say? No. Uh, watch Bad Batch. It's a good show. And get vaccinated, you jerks. <laughs> I haven't got vaccinated. Suck it. Yeah, but you're booked. Stop it. I got a text message today saying that they had a slot available for me at Shopper's Drug Mart. Oh, cool. You could have got chips, too. Damn it. (laughs) All right, everyone. Thanks for watching. This is episode 218 of the Rebels Gun Podcast. Please give us a like and a subscribe. Um, And if you're listening, give us a high, like a five-star rating or whatever. And uh, I'm James. He's Brock. And he was always scum. The Rebels Gun. Cool. All right. I better go call. Hey scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.